0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the podcast all about comic book movie adaptions. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Ben Chatman.
1: What's up, nerds?
0: We're coming hot off our heels of the Crow episode. Oh, such a good episode. I, this That's actually one of the few episodes that I've listened to outside of editing. Oh, so, harsh.
1: Well, usually I have,
0: to, <laughs> no. I have to listen to it like four times when I'm editing it, so it gets a little played. <laughs>
1: No, I hear you, yeah. I, I, when, I when I listen to the episodes over again, I usually jump around to parts that I remember enjoying. It's hard to listen to the whole thing again. Yeah, um, yeah. Being feel- somebody in the middle of it.
0: I was going to say it feels like masturbatory. Like, A little just bit, like, yeah. Oh, God, I'm
1: so funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but there was definitely some great, uh, some really good jokes in that episode that
1: made me quite laugh when I was listening to it again. I was really excited to put out that um, an actual visual representation of sequential to cinema. That was cool. Uh, I... Yes,
0: if you did not see it, go to our Facebook page, uh-huh. N A O S Pod. Uh, well, Facebook slash N A O S Pod. Ben put up a, a really good. and It does show how well they captured. I mean, great casting, getting that guy. Yeah, right. He looks disturbingly like that. Uh, the, the drawing, the hat, and everything. They they just nailed a lot of the little details. I guess.
1: I think I definitely plan on doing that for more uh episodes in the future not to mention maybe really as we hone this formula being the guy that tries to read up on the source material you know um much more efficiently than i have been because i did like being able to like be that resource so yeah yeah i'm glad you did it because i
0: forgot about it and then by the time i remembered i was like (laughs) where am i gonna get a crow comic Apparently, so apparently
1: on a WordPress by some Columbia guy. some guy from Columbia is the Yeah, had I question. known, I would have read it, but it's a <laughs> lot I should get that link from you though. I would
0: like to just take a, a quick read through it and see what it's like. Yeah. Now, we did have a few corrections
1: from our crow episode. To put it in professional terms, a couple of oopsies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess really <laughs> only one oopsie and two comments. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh our friend Frank Dotmer was pointed out that when I was making fun of the way the city looks in the opening, I said it looks like it's a model set from Nightmare Before Halloween. Oh
1: the movie yeah, movie
0: is called Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yeah, Nightmare Before Halloween is is the fanfic I wrote when I was a junior in high school. So yeah, it's a little confusion. But... It's
0: a it's a yeah it's your prequel to Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah I thank you he what was great was he sent me a text that said what is that. And I was like, at first I was getting ready to be like, it's that Tim Burton thing. And I was like, oh, crap. I said, I said the wrong thing. And he was like, oh, I thought it was like some really obscure movie. (laughs) I was like,
1: yeah, no, that's what I meant. It does sound like if if Tim Burton did like uh, some some B-level shit that nobody saw. That would be what what it would be called. Uh, I never, I was going to make a bad Tim Burton joke. Uh, (laughs) Our
0: seconds where we had a couple of comments regarding our questions about funeral attire uh yeah schulte said that he believes that they slit the back of your clothing because it makes it easier to put it on a person who is not alive it,
1: it did make sense when he said that because i tried to imagine like you ever have like a drunk friend and you're trying to like you know no
0: i've never tried to address a drunk person ben. you Please know what i mean more
1: you know where i'm at like like i got well, my, well, when you're she, at your frat house. No, she's gonna hate me. But my, I have a, definitely a number of occasions had to uh, had to get my wife into some pajamas before I put her to sleep, and she's been fucking passed out. That shit is hard. I could not imagine pulling that off with a corpse, much less you know a decomposing or embalmed uh, I'm corpse. Glad so you, I'm glad you go that far, because I would just be like, I like just be
0: like get her undressed, and I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm a good husband. What um, a guy! Still, you still never tried that upside down kiss, have you?
1: No, I have not. But, but... so good husband, terrible co-host. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I totally understand why you would want to do it that way. It just—it's something I never thought about until we were talking yeah, about it the yeah. podcast. And you said, it, I was
0: like, I guess that does make sense. It yeah. would be hard to put a shirt and a jacket on. I can barely get a sports coat on when I'm doing it myself.
1: I still stand by the idea of not wearing pants in my coffin. So uh...
0: you're gonna Gigi Allen it, just be yeah. it in a jock strap. Uh huh. I plan to GGL in much of my life, my later life. That that explains why you've been throwing (laughs) shit at me recently. Sure does. Now then, uh, the final was previous guest, our Spider-Man expert, Chris Doom. Uh, He chastised us for not doing research, but told us that a friend of his worked in a funeral home and oftentimes people would bring in the clothing and forget to bring shoes. And so instead of having to call a bereaved person and be like, we need some shoes, they just don't put any shoes on the person because you can't see their feet anyways because they don't open the full casket Hmm. which also made sense so i'm gonna i'm gonna let that ride it still seemed like i think they just wanted to
1: explain where you got doc martens that too but do do, do you think they had like a a funeral consultant on this movie to answer all these questions
0: in a way i really feel like after like talking to them i was like i think you guys are giving this movie way too much credit i would have
1: to agree because if we don't know i guarantee you Uh, whoever directed the fucking crow doesn't know so uh, i i don't know maybe
0: well well, you know i guess we'll we'll count it for now so there you go uh after chris doom's comments he won't be back
1: for amazing spider-man nope he also uh won't be ever coming to my house or i won't speak to him anymore anyway feels right guys
0: now then what movie are we going to be doing next? Uh,
1: the next movie we plan to be doing is uh, jumping back, back, f- uh, uh, back to the future f- forward, huh? Um, jumping forward to <laughs> to modern times with um, Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins.
0: Yes, which I will say to anybody listening, it is on Netflix streaming right now. It just got. Posted like a week ago, so mm-hmm. you can watch it for free if you don't own it for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, that was part of our um, part of our impetus. We always like to try and pick movies that are easily accessible, uh, so that our listeners can also watch it along with us without having to spend any money necessarily. Uh, but we've also got a friend who we are able to record with, who is a Batman fan.
0: Yes, he had, he had made reference that he has some things to say about this movie, so uh, he's going to be. In town, as it were. Not my town, but...
1: Uh, It's a little place
0: called um, Chicago?
1: Never heard of it. Chicago, I believe. Yeah, that's right.
0: Sweet Home Chicago?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think there's a couple songs about it. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
0: we're not that.
1: It's pretty great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, Batman Begins because while I thought... uh, While we previously previously discussed that... um, the to- Tobey Maguire Spider Man was the sort of the, the impetus to, to launch superhero movies into the limelight. I feel like I feel like Batman Begins was sort of the movie that kind of rescued them because they were starting to die a little bit. At are least trying ge- to. Are you implying that Batman and Robin was not a good movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, it definitely saved Batman. That's for sure. But also, if I recall, I'll, I'll have to line up all my comic book movies to make to sort of uh, make a better point. But I felt like the movies of that time period was starting to fail. Like, there was a lot of, like, you know, you got your Catwomans, you got your runoff Daredevils, you got your... I mean, those are, those are way earlier than Batman Begins, but the, the, that, that was sort of the era of comic book movies that was happening around that time, and that's, um, that's a pretty grisly dark period. I was going to say, what year did Batman Begins even come out?
0: That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to IMDb it. 2005. So what yeah. year did Iron Man come out?
1: Uh oh you're right, Iron Man might have been an even bigger uh, uh uh cincher to keep the the superhero franchise moving. Oh,
0: two thousand and eight. Oh. Alright. I, I didn't that's why I can I can never remember. In my mind, like all these movies just came out in like the same year. I know they didn't you know, I mean I have a hard time remembering. It it sounds like I am right, is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think <laughs> I was like well, when did Iron Man and those movies start coming out? Were they at the same time? Because I really didn't Yeah, that would be right. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. Because the other day I I was reading something and they were talking about the third Star Wars movie and they listed another movie that came out at the same time. And I was like, holy crap, they were still releasing those movies that late? Like I don't – I remember them being done by 2000, but they weren't. (laughs) So anyways, I believe you are right. I think Batman Begins and it's it's an interesting new take. It will be good for us to maybe get back into Batman and perhaps not offend – all the the Batman fans
1: out there, but just to back myself up, uh, uh, yeah, around before two thousand five, you got Spider Man two, Catwoman, Blade, Trinity, The Punisher, Hellboy, <laughs> the first, uh, uh, the uh, Ang Lee Hulk. Like, oh yeah, that was a rough one. Spider Man two and Hellboy weren't bad films. No, 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 definitely not. It was just certainly some some uh, some life there, but it it was a, a pretty dark time. And Spider Man two, yeah, in two thousand four was certainly a fine fine film but uh it was starting to look bad i mean we, uh, uh yeah yeah i mean daredevil is yeah a crime against
0: humanity <laughs> and then you've definitely angley's Ang the hawk as much as i wanted to love that movie because i love eric banna and i like angley as a director that is a god-awful movie yeah it sure it's is so boring like how you take a movie about a guy who turns into a monster and make it like three hours and there's only one fight scene i can't against a mutated like <laughs> chihuahua or something
1: i can't wait to do it i cannot wait i can't wait to make fun of it could wait forever to watch it again <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah, that, so, so next we'll be doing Batman Begins. Uh, make sure to, to hop on to Netflix and, and, and watch it uh, and join us for next week's episode. We'll, we'll have uh, our pal Seth on the episode, hopefully. Um, yeah,
0: hopefully, last episode Seth was on was the Lost
1: Spider-Man episode. That is correct. So hopefully
0: he's not a curse. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out for sure. Um, but, uh, keeping on the ever, uh, never ending topic of superhero movies, uh, let's talk some brief news. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's take it away. So the one thing I really wanted to bring up, uh, as we jump into (laughs) talking about some things that came up this past week, is that, um, of course the, 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 uh, Suicide Squad film is one of the things we're talking about pretty much almost every mini episode where we talk about news it's kind of always in the news and uh i think it's gonna be terrible um not because of anything i particularly know but just because when you talk about a movie this endlessly (laughs) it's gonna it's it's usually not a good sign no it usually is something that
0: comes out of like uh the other thing that i find interesting is less and less is the movie like the news about it like this is what's gonna happen in suicide squad it's more and more like that jared leto sure is the joker yeah, that's like that's all oh, we're film. talking about. Yeah, I, like I assumed that was going to be a not pivotal part of the film. Like I didn't think that was going to be the crux of the movie.
1: Knowing what I do about the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, because he's not necessarily a member of the Suicide Squad, no, so and what?
0: they're specifically sent to kill people. Like yeah. in missions that are supposed. To, so it's like unless they're going to kill the Joker, which would be silly. It, it just is... seems like a weird thing, but that seems to be all the news. Empire magazine's going to have. A release of the full joker outfit where it's basically just him in a pair of, like a it, purple jacket
1: it's out actually oh know. is it out I'm, okay. I'm looking at it right now and yeah it's as you described it's like a weird sort of um like a guy bought the items to do a morpheus costume from uh the matrix and then just sort of like gave up and then wore some pajama pants it's uh, like he, he brought the jacket home and he was like, ah, oh, shit, in Goodwill's lighting, this looked black. Ah, uh, oh well. It's
0: actually just a really dark purple. I'll
1: just pop on some pajama pants and slick the hair back and I'm all good to go. And just draw on myself for about 20 minutes and then it's, let's do this. It's confusing. Now, I'm not someone to be too pessimistic. I I can say that I don't like the Joker take they're making, but, I, I you know, there are too many movies where... Before it came out, I would have been like, that's stupid. You know, Heath Ledger being a Joker. I mean, before he did that, to me, Heath Ledger was just the guy from um, A Knight's Tale. So I'm not exactly going to have to have been I was going to say,
0: before that, you know, I guess he was in Brokeback Mountain. But it's like A
1: Knight's Tale, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. He's just in a series of terrible movies. And then if he showed me the makeup, the makeup for, you know, the Dark Knight Nolan trilogy was certainly a departure from the Joker you know, design. Yeah, yeah,
0: I remember seeing the original news and being like, I can't believe they cast Heath Ledger and then they showed the original makeup test he did and I was like, oh, that's just that's dumb. But then yeah. when I saw the movie I was like, it's perfect. So
1: so I'm quite willing to suspend my criticism until the film comes out. But I will say right now, I'm feeling it pretty hard. It's making it very difficult for me to hate it or for me to like it. Uh, it's making it very easy for me to hate it. And speaking of uh, uh, difficult, um, <laughs> speaking speaking of, and this This article I pulled up, just to reference it, uh, makes me hate the film in one sentence. Which is saying, 30 seconds to Mars frontman Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker. I'm like, god damn it, I forgot he's in that shitty band. (laughs) What if this, didn't he win an Oscar? I think so, oh, or at God. least
0: like, wouldn't you be like a cat? Oh. I know he's at least been nominated. I'm pretty Why sure. Why would you jump movie with that? where he was, a, where he played a
1: transvestite? You don't know, open with his, <laughs>
0: his like. But you open with like, it'd be like, uh, like reading an article about uh, what's his name? Ah, well, this jo- this isn't gonna work. So let's just move grinding
1: on. halt alert. Um, yeah, no, his statement about playing the Joker is that it was so painful. He said it was. Um, he equated it to giving birth out of his prick hole. Oh, that's always a good analogy. Why Women you... love that. <laughs> Is he aware that when you're in an interview, they're gonna like record it or write it down? Did he know it? <laughs> Did he know and that before? What was painful that he had to wear those fake teeth?
0: Because otherwise, he's just wearing pants.
1: Is it painful because he's trying to say that he he like adopted the persona of the Joker so hard that it gave him like a twisted like that wouldn't cause physical pain though. No, but I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I. It sounds like birth out of my prick hole. Is this the name of a Thirty Seconds to Mars album? It really does. <laughs> so that did not instill a ton of faith with me. Neither did the news that apparently um, Harley Quinn will be the center of a love triangle in the film. Uh, is it going to be between Deadshot, her, and the Joker? Correct. Yeah, just the three most notable people in the film, just coincidentally.
0: That is. I don't know if you ever saw the animated Suicide Squad movie they made. No. I think it might have actually been called like Arkham Asylum Jailbreak Suicide Squad or something terrible name. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It has, like, it's not name. just called the Suicide Squad. It has like some subtext or there's a colon somewhere, I'm sure. But that's like the basic plot. Is she like is like again? That's like she's super sexual in the movie, and it's like a cartoon. So I'm just like, this is sort of a weird choice. Yeah. And there's some stuff with the Joker, and it wasn't bad, but it certainly
1: wasn't good. I've always liked the complicated Harley Quinn Joker relationship where, you know, she she's clearly affectionate with him and he clearly tolerates her and they kind well, of He's always, just indifferent. Like yeah, he it, doesn't
0: he, he doesn't notice anyone
1: but himself. But he's not so indifferent that he just completely blows her yeah, off. Yeah. They're like, they're like still like some kind of a couple in some bizarre almost creepy abusive way. So to make it a love triangle just seems to be taking that concept to a really dry Overused. Well it doesn't really make sense place.
0: because once she was in like a normal relationship, she'd probably be like, Oh <laughs> I should probably not be in this other one. Yeah. With the psycho. Oh,
1: but yeah, really I mean
0: funny. just what I've seen of there, <laughs> the fact that the trailer is just like Harley Quinn, she sure is hot. Like she's like, you know, filating one of their jail cells. She's like spready going a yoga harness. It's just like, come on, man, like they finally put like a a female in a role, and they just go straight to like making her a skank. Like uh, I'm just like, oh, that's such a bummer because they could have per- per- created like a much more interesting Harley Quinn. But well, I've I've talked to people at cons and stuff, and like girls that they seem to think it's going to be great.
1: Sure, yeah, so, and, and that and not to defend the film, but I think the yoga swing uh, senior referencing was Enchantress. I want to say, no,
0: that's that's Harley Quinn. Oh. Well, Cause she's in a prison. It's a square in the middle of a room,
1: yeah, which I don't get why. I guess that was. I guess I didn't pay hard enough attention to the trailer, but I thought that was Enchantress. I'm um,
0: pretty sure. Who knows?
1: What I, I barely e- either way? Yeah, it's 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 bizarre. It's a bizarre choice to make because you've got a pretty complex character there who's been you know played a number of different ways from uh, from a twisted, pained psychopath you know or a, psycho- a psycho- psychoanalyst who's you know lost her sense of self and is wandering into this criminal enterprise to like the sort of happy-go-lucky like peppy but in an abusive relationship dangerous villain so to take all those and jumble them up and just come out with love triangle you know icp makeup seems like an odd thing to include in a film like that but again i'm basing it on trailers and as we discussed in our last mini episode trailers are extremely deceiving sometimes so true true i
0: can't be for sure also, I, I read somewhere that Will Smith said he's never actually met Jared Leto. That's weird. Which like, I thought was a weird like dur- thing. Like, like during
1: like, the filming? Like,
0: <laughs> he said he never he's never met Jared Leto, I guess. Like including during the filming. They never... So I'm like, All right. are, is he basically just telling us that it's never him inside the, the Deadshot? Is that his name, Deadshot? That doesn't sound right. Uh, yeah. Well, no, that's right. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Then what's the guy from Marvel called?
1: I think he's Deadshot. Now you're making us look stupid on the podcast. No, Deadshot. Well, I'm Deadshot. Dead t- sh- deadshot is Will Smith's character from 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 the film. Yeah, it is. Okay, you're probably thinking of Deathstroke. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, I always
0: get those two confused because it, they both have the word "dead" in their names. Yeah, they're
1: they're both like a random like just jumble like pick names out of a hat character names. Well, and they're yeah. both supposed to be like mega so like assassins. Okay, I, I I got this guy. So he he, he he shoots people to death. You got any ideas for a name? I don't know. Is he like really good at shooting? <laughs> yeah, I mean he he like, everything he shoots dead.
0: Uh, then I guess you got to go with Death Shot.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. all right, sounds good. Fuck <laughs> okay. it. There's nothing else to improv with that scene because that's how stupid it actually was <laughs> I, to write I that like name. It's sort of like
0: the conversation, like when they were when they like sat down to make up the Black Panther. Well, he's going to be an African-American, but he's going to be tough. And you're like, ooh, you know who are tough (laughs) African-Americans? The Black Panthers. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's a little on the nose, don't you think? I I don't think so. No, No, I think we're good. What do you think, Room of White guys? Oh, no, yeah, I think we're good. I think we got it. Although, in their defense, they do have tons of, like, Captain America is, like, in the 80s. Like, he fought so many racists that were just, like, <laughs> they should have just been called white supremacists, the villain. Like, because they're all just varying degrees. Which I appreciate that he punched them all in the face. But <laughs> they really,
1: I was like, I got it. There's a oh, lot boy. of white supremacists in this comic. Um, but speaking of trailers, the trailer for Jessica Jones... Uh, yes, the netflix series the netflix series um what is the what is the name of it that you refer to it as that i think is. The... I, I think I, I called it alias which i believe alias the right name that's of the, the name the of comic. the comic yeah right right. but i think yeah. they
0: decided not to name the tv show that because there's a tv show named alias
1: yeah uh I, I, a tv show i definitely don't have a box set up in my living room um which is which would explain <laughs> why when i said did you see the alias trailer you were like uh they're what, remaking it i mean what do you what, what do you I mean thought,
0: i thought you were like you
1: what know, do you one from like 12 years ago well, i i don't watch that show before i go to bed um, There's nothing wrong with alias the tv show i i i know I don't. if you said you watch dollhouse i'd come and mercy kill you <laughs> But the show is going to center on uh, the character Jessica Jones, really fucked up, torturous sort of noir esque version of a superhero, sort of uh, underlining the CD, uh, not CD, but sort of like the, the, the dark, like troubled side of being a superhero and how it's not as a, uh, what it was cracked up to be, and uh, playing on a lot of really intense personal, personal, you know, troubles. Uh, also featuring the, uh, is it Purple Man? I want to say Purple Man. Yes, yeah. which is, I, I was surprised that's who they picked. Well, he's not going to be purple. So yeah, but I mean, fine. I was like, I was like
0: that's a real ballsy choice of all the characters you could pick. You pick a guy who, for those of you who don't, uh, read comics, the Purple Man is a man who is purple, and everything he says, like, he makes people people just do whatever he says. Yeah, he emits,
1: like, pheromones that... Can, so like, if he says to kill yourself, the
0: person will kill themselves.
1: It's it's these aren't the droids you're looking for in super super form. So yeah, I, I thought that <laughs> when I saw that at first, and they, they do a great job of never
0: really revealing him, and they refer to him by his his character name, which right is Killgrave.
1: But he is being played by um, uh, Matt Smith. No, David Tennant. David Tennant. Wait, no, I think you got that wrong.
0: No, I think you got it wrong.
1: <laughs> we really need to research our shit before we get on the fucking we podcast. We need to because David Tennant, who plays him, IMDb, bitch. <laughs> all right, fine. Way to show your inability to know the different Doctor Who's. <laughs> you win. Um, right, right, right. So I'm, in, I'm interested though. Though actually, when I read about this, when I watched the trailer, I looked up, um, I looked up Purple Man, and I ended up following him into a Wikipedia, you know, origin yeah. story hole. And uh, I, I read about all about his purple children. You oh. familiar with this?
0: Storyline? Yeah, there's definitely been some weird stuff they've done with the Purple Man character.
1: Short version, the Purple Man in his twisted, fucked up, convince everyone to do what I want kind of way, impregnates uh, a number of women over the course of his life, which is just an absolutely grotesque concept. Um, and over the course of his life, like, you know, there's a bunch of children out there who are also purple, who uh, uh, who share a little bit of his traits, and they just sort of start wreaking havoc, like... Like as uh, uh, like a band of <laughs> horrifying superpowered children, uh, and eventually, I think they all like don't get killed. They all just get dispersed and are somehow not having that power anymore. You know, typical super- comic books. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But uh, that was weird to read about. That's just... Everything about that is unsettling.
0: That's one of those things where they were like, you know what would be edgy is, this guy uses his power to get laid. And you're just like, "Uh, yeah, but that's really gross.
1: (laughs) Especially like Silver Age stuff, there's a lot of storylines with female heroes that involve that kind of thing. It's really not... It's not cool. It's not not not, super good. It's not something I really want to read while I'm trying to get,
0: you know, like a little fun time for colors. Just, (laughs) hey, oh, rape. That's not what I was going for. And
1: not just for a scene, but integral to the story. Oh, come on. So the trailer
0: Um, for this does look pretty good. I never actually read the the Brian Michael Bendis series that it's based on. Uh, I don't know how closely it's based on the series because I didn't read it, but the show looks really good i'm also excited that luke cage is going to be in it i'm curious if he has his powers the whole time or if that's going to be a if he gets them sometime during her show another then,
1: origin story
0: yes so i'm curious to see how they'll handle that to yeah. see if they're just going to jump then into luke cage next and he'll already be super powered because or if something's going to happen in this which results in him going to prison where he gets super powered So I'm excited to see, uh, there's also, I don't know if you've seen the rumors that they might be canceling the Iron Fist show, which would be a real bummer.
1: Yeah, I want to, I really want to check that out. So that, I mean,
0: since Daredevil, they've bought themselves a lot of goodwill because that show was amazing. So I, this, this looks like it'll be a good show. It's going to be different enough that I don't think it's going to be like Daredevil or anything of the comic book movies.
1: Yeah. Uh, lastly, I don't have anything really to say about it, but, um, it it would it would be remiss not to mention that the supergirl um uh show premiered uh, i believe last night or whatever i think, I think it was last time. night yeah. um people seem to dig it i guess uh i haven't watched it i'm not super into these uh superhero tv shows that are like gotham right it's not really my my scene so i haven't i haven't watched it but, don't um, don't include gotham in that list like, that's a that's <laughs> offensive
0: to like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, Arrow and Flash, like,
1: Gotham's just a pile of garbage. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't, I haven't... somehow has been captured on film. I haven't been able to bring myself to watch any of them, frankly, so, uh, I'm I'm not one to comment on Supergirl, but it did happen, and and people seem to like it. I I watched the trailer, Uh, I wasn't too impressed, but... Uh, we'll see where it goes I, from
0: what i saw the the responses from people i have friends i know they all seem to like it and they're the ones who like arrow and the flesh so it seems like if you like those shows it's definitely in the vein i honestly i don't know what it is i i don't dislike dc or like their characters i just have a hard time getting into their tv shows mm. i don't know if it's because of i mean i tried with gotham I used to watch Smallville, I guess. I watched, like, half a season of that. I People all- really,
1: really rave about that show, though. People rave that show is, like, utterly brilliant. And again, like, not my I mean, it venue, was- but... Yeah,
0: yeah, I thought it was, for what it was, it was a good show. Gotham uh-huh. was so bad that it like annoyed me while like it was to the point where i was like i don't even want to finish watching this show but
1: yeah i didn't like an hour i might as well you know finish it out i didn't like gotham right away just in, in concept because i was like all i saw in my head was someone just being like you know saying like ah i didn't mean to shoot you i was just kidding joking and then look at the oh. camera, and he'd be like, "Fuck you!" I okay, it's oh, the so Joker. Did you, I get it. So like I, I, I did you them. write the first episode. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, I just pictured because a whole. There is literally a season scene of that
0: where Gordon is introduced to their like CSI guy, and he says, "This is." I don't know if he calls him doctor or something. He's like, "This is Edward Nigma." And they said, What do you got? And he said, Don't give me any of that riddle bullshit.
1: Come on. I'm like, Really, on. man? I'm like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's, That's exactly so lazy- what I didn't want. I didn't yeah, want. I like,
0: it's so lazy. And then they're Ugh. like, This whole thing where they're like introducing all the supervillains, but there is no Batman. So I'm like, One of the whole things about like the Batman mythos is. Did Batman make Gotham worse by being Batman? Did right. He, that, like, did he like create a beacon that brought all these crazy people? Yeah. Like they're all just of, making all- it. Everybody was already crazy. And then I'm like, the dude's like 12 right now. All of these people <laughs> are in their 30s. So by the time Batman's Batman, they're going to be like in their late, they like late 40s to early 50s like no wonder batman
1: wins all the time he's beating up people who are soon to retire. Also, it's like when batman shows up in that scenario, it seems like the the city's going to be like, "Fuck you. We survived for 30 years without your shit." Yeah. yeah. exactly. It does. What we like, to do we need you for it's gonna, now?
0: <laughs> it's going to be very odd. I, anyway. Just the whole concept yeah. and it was just they were trying so hard in that first episode. I heard it got better, but I mean that's like saying, you know, after you get shot it gets better you know it heals it's like yeah it still hurts like fuck though
1: (laughs) i don't you know i don't want to go through the experience just because at the end it's slightly better yeah yeah i have a hard time with any any show that someone's like oh yeah just watch two seasons of it just just sink two weeks of your life into the show and then i promise you it'll be mildly good and i'm like fuck no no It'll maybe... It'll be... I don't have time. Yeah, it's just... I have a friend that keeps saying that to me about The Walking Dead, and I'm like, I won't do it. I watched season one, I liked the first, like, couple episodes, and then I started to quickly dislike the show. And now I can't even stand to open up season two, which I hear is the worst season, so why would
0: I even try? Yeah, yeah, The season two, they say, is, like, the simplest piece of crap. Yeah, it's one of those things where there's so much, like, to see anymore, and, you know, like... So many good old TV shows, old movies, stuff that you know, I still haven't caught up on. I'm not going to waste my time watching something that could possibly become less irritating.
1: I mean, as we've made it clear, I hadn't even seen The Crow up until last week, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're missing out on quality
0: <laughs> 90s angst. I don't have time to sit down and watch them shoehorn in every Batman villain in the first episode. They, they bring up, like, four villains in the first
1: episode. Yeah. And yeah. refer
0: to the, one of them...
1: By the character's name. Well, I think this brings up an interesting point too. Is we we had discussed this before. We thought uh, for future mini episodes, we might watch um, p- uh, uh, premiere episodes of some of the TV shows and discuss you know discuss how, how, where they're going and how well they adapted the comic. I think that uh, I think that might be an interesting take, so I think I yeah, think I mean, based if on if we ha- do got them I could bitch about it probably for Yeah, based hours, on though. based on this energy that I'm feeling right now, I feel like we might have something going on here. <laughs> so we'll save that for uh, a future mini sode. And yes, it's a mini sode. No,
0: fuck you. <laughs> One of my friends will not listen. I, I shouldn't refer to <laughs> him as my friend because I don't want to give him an inflated sense. He probably wouldn't like <laughs> it if I said we are friends. Uh, no, he said he will not listen out of principle because we call them mini sodes. Uh, but... He also offered to pay us money to record an episode of one of the porn parodies of a superhero movie. Oh. He said he would pay for it. He needs a number. He wants to know what it would cost
1: him. <laughs> we'll we'll discuss this off air, but I think, I think yeah. we can probably find a number for him.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll sell out.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're just waiting. Don't for be mistaken.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace (laughs) is an all-in-one platform.
0: (laughs) Wow, you can tell you've watched a a lot of podcasts.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm ready to go. The minute we get that Squarespace money coming our way, I have got it on lock. Yeah, I know if only, man. I I can do blue apron. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever that service is that
0: delivers mattresses to your door. Not I, sure why anybody I, would do that, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyways. I, yeah. I fail to see how they make money cuz they're like, "We'll ship it back." I'm like, "It has to cost hundreds of dollars <laughs> to ship a mattress." Like I can't imagine they're making any profit. Uh so anyways, as I was saying, uh Chipotle they know what's in their... Mi- no, <laughs> Have
1: you heard they've started advertising on <laughs> No, I haven't heard any of those yet. I've I, I just very, heard a, it's a ton of Squarespace. I used to hear a lot of stamps.com or whatever. Yeah, Audible. But, yeah, Audible, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, uh, to, to continue on our theme that we were just discussing of uh, things that we feel like we've missed out on, here's some things I wanted to discuss to round out this episode uh, that everyone missed out on things of the world never got to experience in the form of comic book movies i did my research um oh that's right folks three-thirds of the way into this episode (laughs) we finally have some research if you heard some rattling keys i did all my research since we pressed record no i'm kidding um but i I looked into some films uh, uh some some potential comic book movie films that i wanted to toss your way uh and see what your reaction is uh specifically uh i'll jump right in are you aware that a Jack Black Green Lantern movie nearly made it? Nearly made it into production. Wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. Back in like about like 2011. Uh, uh, actually, no, it was around 2006. I think it was somewhere in that range. Uh, there was a huge huge push to put jack black in a comedic green lantern role in fact he's admitted to it in interviews and he said the script was finalized and they were pushing it into some of the production schedules before they i don't know what killed it but green something green lantern
0: killed it. you're not this isn't green hornet right no nope, green green,
1: green lantern yeah kyle rayner uh oh. he he was he was he was set to play it honestly it couldn't have been worse <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if anything it would have at least been funny instead of just painful
1: yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, don't, I couldn't dig around and find any specific details. Was uh, this
0: after he was in King Kong?
1: Were they like, ooh, he's got acting chops. <laughs> no, I think it was, yeah, it might have been around that time. It was before he was in Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> oh, so probably not then. <laughs> interesting.
0: That, that would have been that would have been a movie to see. I don't know but, how
1: that would have gone. Interesting. It was written by Robert Smigel, uh, who is famous for oh, doing. Oh, the, the guy th-
0: who originally found the
1: One Ring and hid in the cave. <laughs> no, that's 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 Robert Schmeagel. Most people don't know that, oh. that Schmeagel was his first <laughs> Sorry, name. <but> yeah. Guys, <laughs> good good catch though. Robert Smigel was the guy who does. Uh, 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 Oh, shit. Um, he does the TV Funhouse stuff on SNL back in the day. Oh, you know, really? Center TV Funhouse. And he was, um, he's the like writer and uh, improviser behind um, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. So, serious comedic chops there. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I doubt been. that man can do a comedy, but a, but a s- Green Lantern comedy? I mean, Green Lantern's a little bit on the wacky side. Kind of sometimes. But I feel he's like, like he'd be an easy one to do because
0: he could make whatever he wants out of his mind. Right. You know, so it lends itself to some jokes, but... Yeah,
1: like, but they try to be kind of goofy with uh, uh, the whatchamacallit version of it. Uh, what was his name? Um, uh, who actually was Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was trying yeah, yeah. tr- to drop, in some, drop into some goofy angles to that Green Lantern. But that's not really like a comedic script. It starts with an alien dying and you know yeah. it's, it's kind of you know what's funny a guy being chased to death
0: and then passing a ring off and i love jack black but uh, i don't know i, I, <laughs> I don't know that maybe it would have been worth it to, just to save us from that piece of garbage that they did purchase. you're not
1: wrong i mean you're, you're not wrong but i haven't seen a ton of you know of superhero comedy done well like the closest we got is all of the uh, the Avengers movies trying to throw in as many quips as they can, which has gotten instantly the most annoying thing in the world. What? Um, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs> it's so natural. Age I, of
1: Ultron should have just been
0: called, like, Age of uh, upright, stand, upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> it felt like they made everybody go take an improv class. Like, just yeah. some of the jokes are just like, all right,
1: we got it. Someone just came to the writer's room and was like, hey, you know how everyone likes it when Robert Downey Jr. makes jokes? What if even the guy who's not even from Earth does the same thing? Oh, also the robot! Um, Yeah, Yeah, he's had robots all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who programmed him, but. (laughs) Well, it was Robert Downey Jr., so it It kind of makes sense. I'm not going to call him by his his character name. But yeah, that was a Jack Black movie we just about missed, which is just a fucking shame. Um, What's not a shame is um, the the One Hit Wonders, uh, the Wachowski Brothers. Um sorry fans of Whoa, any what of their are you movies. About, besides sending, like I rest the, my case. the first Matrix movie. Um although I hear people liked their uh uh oh shit. God did, damn it.
0: Were they the ones who did the uh the Speed Racer?
1: They did Speed Racer, yeah. They did uh, obviously the entire Matrix trilogy. They recently had one um two poor the one
0: they just did, which was awesome.
1: All... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they they have they, they have... did
0: one before that which was like an actual movie that wasn't bad, I think. I don't know. Yeah, there's that one that's like
1: a, it's based on a novel that goes through time. I'm, my wife watched it. She liked it. And anyway. Wait, wait the, They didn't do the, uh, the
0: <laughs>
1: Winter's Tale or whatever? No. Oh, or, okay. Or maybe. I don't know what it is you're fucking referring to. <laughs> Winter's Tale sounds like a animated Pixar film.
0: It's not. It's a live-action film with Carl
1: okay. Farrell. <laughs> you sure it's not about a precocious rabbit uh, solving crimes? It may be. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny <laughs> But the Wachowski siblings uh, were. Oh yes, siblings. Yes. I'm just being accurate. The Wachowski siblings. I know, and I appreciate it. were were in line to do a Plastic Man adaptation. Uh, and oh, man. and and they were really hardcore about it. Again, I I tried to find stuff that wasn't just like oh, they mentioned it once to some guy, and the guy said that they did. No, I, I I tried to hunt down stuff that had a script that had like a production schedule because I wanted to I wanted to pick stuff that was real. This one. Was had posters made up that are not available to the public, unfortunately. No, uh, That's um,
0: always I They a were summer. they
1: were ready to go with a the script. They even started saying in interviews they had a date. They had a, a, a launch date like of a December like something launch date. I read it in at least a couple a plastic d- man? different. Yeah, a plastic man. It was in, around 2008, and they had Keanu Reeves pitched to play the lead character. Of course, they did uh, to whatever it is the alter ego of Plastic Man is. I don't think anyone. uh, My age or younger (laughs) nose, James Plastic. Yeah, exactly. But that was, I mean, do you think that there was a chance for a Plastic Man movie to be good in anyone's hands? I mean. I, I can't even believe that they
0: would, of all the products or all the properties they owned, that was when they were like, yeah, I think this could really work.
1: I think maybe you have an Ant-Man angle there in that the character is established enough that people have heard of him, but not so established that they know anything about him. So you can sort of just like... Yeah, but
0: then the problem with that is... Like, Ant-Man works because the actor's funny and they wrote a a script to be humorous to play to the idea of a character that's kind of silly. The Wachowskis are not known for their comic timing as directors. Nor is Keanu Reeves. Yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) Keanu Reeves is great at... All of his movies are funny. Oh, they're not comedies, though. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by the way, it, Plastic Man's real name is Patrick O'Brien.
1: Yeah, and he was there named, he was named <laughs> Daniel O'Brien in the script the Bukowski boys had. Interesting was. He, was, and he uh, was written to be an environmental nut who uh, flips out at people. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stealing directly from uh, an article here. Uh, uh, and, and gains the ability to stretch when an evil industrialist uses him as a lab rat in an experiment. Thanks, Crack.com. That was, (laughs) that doesn't make, I mean, I guess chemical explosion's pretty common. I guess, but now that I think about it, shouldn't he
0: really be called Rubberman? Because plastic's not really known for stretching, is it? It's usually (laughs) formed into a hard solid.
1: Why has nobody asked this question before now? it's a good point it's a actually, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a valid what i'm
0: sure maybe somebody who listens to this can explain to us the the etymology of plastic map that would have been just a terrible movie i mean i don't know if you saw it speed racer but that thing was yeah no that I saw was it. like insane like i don't know i don't even know how to describe that it just feels like they made a movie that they were like this would be really good if you're super high on acid like i don't think anybody else could sit down and be like Really, i
1: enjoying this. But not to steal too much from people who did actual research, but I was reading the article actually had a quote from uh, from the Wachowski Brothers in an interview they did about Plastic Man in which they said, um, the funny scene we thought of was, oh, no. was Plastic Man <laughs> going to the bathroom after he became Plastic Man and his urine is no longer biodegradable, so he wants to kill himself. Wow, that is... <laughs>
0: so they went like straight up they were like you know what's allowed
1: suicide yeah yeah
0: and, I, I, You know, destroying
1: the environment a, is, is their idea thing. that environmentalists like when they pee they're just like looking down at their urine being like thank god this this i could just put anywhere also i oh. understand so all of his bodily waste is plastic that doesn't make any sense my bodily
0: waste isn't skin what, yeah, what, <laughs> good point. Thank fucking God it's
1: not. That would be really gross. Oh, also, God. yeah, I would just, I, I, you know what? I would kill myself. Also, at what point is he no longer made out of plastic? You know what I mean? Like, is, is his whole body plastic? Because if so, why would he need to pee at all? I mean. Yeah, because his organs probably wouldn't function normally if they're made of plastic. I mean, are we expected to believe that his organs would just become like a plastic Past of the previous organs, and everything functioned the same, except that plastic came in? I don't understand anything.
0: There's of it. a <laughs> lot of questions in this movie, Wachowski Brothers, that you'll need two sequels, which don't make any sense, and ruin the, the premise of the first one to explain.
1: Precisely. Um, uh, there's a couple others that uh, were definitely worth noting. Of course, there's not much to know about it, but there was uh, the Tim Burton's Superman Lives, uh, exclamation point. There is actually a documentary about it, so there's got to be... Yeah, I, I. Although I, I've I heard
0: the documentary is not that great.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it myself, but uh, uh it was, it was written by uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, he wrote one
0: pass on it, right? And yeah, they, they, they changed the script he wrote, which you, if you look hard enough, you can find his script online. Really, I should have yeah. researched that more. I should. Have... Uh, it's it's not a bad script, uh, but it's laughable to think it would have been Nicolas Cage, and yeah, you know, that's where there's there's really funny jokes we we brought up john peters who worked on batman he uh he was having a part in the production of the superman movie with tim burton and kevin smith does a great thing where he talks about how insane this man is (laughs) it's a hollywood producer (laughs) and the very
1: bizarre things he asked for i mean this is sort of like an urban not an urban legend but it's an actual factual legend uh that's that almost most Every comic nerd has heard of before, but if yeah, somehow you're hearing about like this, the, it's like the
0: Roger Gorman Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, it, it, if somehow you haven't heard of this until now, for the love of fucking God, get on your smartphone, get on your computer, and Google Nicholas Cage Superman because the 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 preview shots of him in this like sparkle glow neon costume are the greatest thing you've ever seen. Just look. yeah, and it was
0: during the era where Superman had
1: like a mullet. Yeah, and, and so Nicholas Cage, Cage has long hair. Yeah. Yeah, because, of course, you couldn't have gone with the classic image of Superman. You had to go with the really weird, controversial, like, remake of a a character that nobody liked. And keep in
0: mind, if you've seen uh, Con Air, you know Nicolas Cage doesn't look great with long
1: hair. (laughs) It's not a natural look for him. He's always, every film is him with a bad, like, a bad wig of some kind. I, I think you could
0: almost trace, I don't know the exact what happened with this film. I think there was some issues with Tim Burton, but I think it was right around the time that Batman and Robin came out and it's underperformance basically killed all of these movies for DC. They were just like, we're not making any more superhero movies. Yeah. Spent way too much money on that movie and it did not gross anything. So I think that was around the time I could be wrong, but yeah, I I have not seen the documentary. I wanted to watch it, but then I read a bunch of reviews that they're like, nobody very, they very little of it is actually like insightful I do love documentaries about movies, like, falling apart, though. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen Lost Soul, the movie about Dr. Monroe, the island of Dr. Monroe with Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer. No, but that sounds fantastic. It's on on Netflix, you guys. Or no, I might have actually bought it now that I think about it. No, I think it's on Netflix now. If it is, go watch it. It's called Lost Soul. It is amazing. The original director gets fired and then hides among the mutant people of the island, to watch the rest of the movie be filmed. (laughs) I mean, it's just insanity. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to hunt that down. And you should hunt it down too, listener. Yes, listener. I say say listener singular, not because I'm referring to you directly, but because I know it's just... It's, it's just one of you
0: it's a mini episode it's just, it's me, just me you and, and uh, <laughs> one friend somebody
1: who clicked on the link erroneously <laughs> yeah trying to find the crow episode uh it's the one behind this one um, I forget
0: who somebody oh i think it might have just been shilty was like i've listened to all the mini episodes and i'm like well thanks because <laughs> we need that one person to keep clicking the link to,
1: to be clear if we at any point reference uh uh no one listening to the episode it's not a slate on you as much as it is self-deprecation on us Yes. That's it, all. It is
0: very interesting to see the number differences between full-length episodes and these many
1: episodes.
0: <laughs> now, we're running long, so I'm
1: just going to fire two more off real quick. But, okay. Um, this one's definitely worth talking about because of the quote I pulled from Film Review Magazine, which was, again, of course, pulled by some other person who wrote an article. Ignore it! I'm amazing. I'm a journalist. Um, in 90, in 90, around 93, 94, uh, they wanted to spin off Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer- playing Catwoman from Batman Returns Mm -hmm. uh, to make a Catman Woman movie. I mean, it made sense considering how big Batman was at that point. Um, Yes, she doesn't die at the end of the movie either. Right. I think it's ambiguous that she dies at the end. Well, they touch on that in this quote. It's incredible. So the quote is by Daniel Waters, who was the screenwriter for Batman Returns. Um, He wrote... His his vision, and he just rambled about this. Is that um uh uh Let me find the really good point. After the traumas of the second film, she has amnesia and she doesn't really remember why she's she's full of all these bullet holes. <laughs> so wow. she goes to relax in Oasisburg. Oasisburg. What Gotham City is to New York, this is all one quote. Oasisburg is to Las Vegas. So he invented a new city. I think I don't think Oasisburg is canon. Um, God, I hope not, because that's lazy even by comic book standards. (laughs) It's a resort area in the middle of the desert run by a team of superheroes. What? And the movie has great fun and making fun of the whole male superhero mythos. You can tell my heart is with Catwoman trying to always poke fun at Batman, but it ended up It ended up that annoyed people, apparently that annoyed people. But now I've got free reign since Catwoman is my lead. So I have all these superheroes who are so, really so good you hate them.
0: What the hell is this guy talking about?
1: It goes on. I have to cut it off there. He rambles about Oasisburg and superheroes running a fucking, like, cabana. It's the most confusing thing you've ever heard of. Why would you even have Catwoman be the character then? Yeah right. It sounds like that's not what the movie's even about, and it seems to be some sort of like sequel to Batman Returns, and that you've got Catwoman coming from her role. So so what is that like? Uh, also, not to be a dick, I don't recall Catwoman being that
0: like <laughs> like you know feminist in the the Batman movie Batman Returns. I don't recall her being like a real. Feminine yeah, he talks icon. about he talks was. about
1: her poking fun at the male mythos. I'm like, when does that happen? Like. Yeah, when they, machi- when they kiss and they happen to say this stupid line about mistletoe. It's, it's bizarre. It was a bizarre choice. I don't have much more information on that, but I do have information on the, the possibly the, the best one that I discovered in my search, which was uh, a Spider-Man movie that nearly preceded the Spider-Man movie that we, of course, know and did in one of our episodes. It would have been a, a Spider-Man movie back in about uh, the late 80s. Ooh, a great time for film. A great time for film Uh, uh, basically what they did is they had the Spider-Man title and uh, the copyrights and they they gave it to some guys from Canon Films that put out such fantastic films as American Ninja and Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo
0: a film Uh, which people only know about because of its ridiculous title yep no one knows what happens in that movie I I I say that title all the time no clue
1: what that film is about. I know there's a lot of dancing in it, but anyway. I uh, think. I'm not these even two, sure of that. <laughs> these two guys, whose name I won't even attempt because I would simply mangle them, um, had the Spider-Man franchise. They had a script in in, in the works, and it's, it's, it's such a notable attempt at Spider-Man because, according to reports in about 2002 when they did a, an expose on this, they spent up to $10 million developing scripts and early production materials for this film that never even got a hint of marketing materials or saw anywhere near close to being uh, a, a produced or even cast. Really, it's ten million just talking about a Spider-Man movie by that's a bunch a of weird, guys. Man. That's
0: that's the job we need to get: is the people who write those <laughs> early scripts, and you get paid like fifty grand to just crap out a script
1: for that you know no one's ever going to see because they're not going to make this movie. Well, the, the best part is that uh, the the two guys, uh, uh, Globus and, and, uh, and Golan, just sound like characters from a Spider-Man story. They sound like they um, should be waiting for Godot. <laughs> they they didn't read Spider-Man before wanting to do the Spider-Man movie. Interesting. And they, did, and they didn't really look up Spider-Man that much while making it. But that's and, fine, right? Because how could you get the story uh, wrong? He's a very uh, iconic character. <laughs> and the original, like... Pitches involve Spider-Man being a mutant spider, like actual spider, like a man spider like he does in the comics, but not like referenced from the comics, like just their idea, and um, who who was trapped in a government laboratory and fought other mutant animal people.
0: Wow, that... That's real close to the story. There's an Uncle Ben rat somewhere, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> wow, that sounds
0: not even like a movie, even in general. Like, it's just going to be a bunch of gladiator fights where a spider person fights things.
1: Yeah, they, they built some sets, actually. Oh, my
0: God, they got money enough to build the sets?
1: They built some sets in North Carolina, and as, as one of the production assistants was quoted saying, if, uh, if we had to go up a wall and onto the ceiling of a room, we had to build the entire room on a centrifuge so it would rotate. It was so physically hard to shoot because the crew was moving, the camera was moving. How do you focus? It was a mess. <laughs> wow.
0: God, um, I kind of ev- wish
1: they had made that. Eventually Stan Lee got a hold of the script and was obviously very furious with their uh, attempts. So they, obviously there was a ton of rewrites and attempts to redirect it. Um, they did have some people attached to run a, a couple of characters. They wanted Peter Parker to be Tom Cruise. They wanted Bob Hoskins to play Doc Ock, which actually I think is actually kind of great casting is
0: uh it, i don't know i you know I, I who bob hodgkins is
1: bob, Hos- bob hoskins yeah, yeah. He, was in the, he was in the super mario brothers movie so are you sure know. you
0: want to stick with you want you want doc ock to sound like a uh, a guy who
1: runs like a subway train you mean like you want doc ock to sound like someone doing an offensive characterization of an italian person <laughs> yeah exactly that's what you want like a, like a guy in first level improv trying to do like a spaghetti shop owner. Yeah, <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? I got a multiple arms. But my favorite part about all this is they eventually obviously scrapped the Spider-Man um, film and uh, and but it wasn't all thrown to the wind. The same time, Canon was trying to make a Masters of the Universe too. They had previously made Masters of the Universe One, which I've done very well. Seen
0: it is it is on Netflix too. It's so terrible.
1: And so they took the sets, costumes, and a bunch of the script ideas and jammed them all into a movie called Cyborg. Did they make that? Yeah, that's a Van Damme movie that you got to see if you have not seen it. Um, We have to find that. That sounds spectacular. (laughs) It'll make a tremendous amount of more sense if you check it out because the characters in Cyborg are decked out in the most bizarre, like, super villain esque costumes. It makes no fucking sense. So, uh, a lot of that was stolen from what was a failed Spider Man, failed Masters of the Universe 2 film attempts, uh, starring Van Damme. So, you can't lose.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I. God, that sounds spectacular.
1: Well, we went long for another mini-sode. We're starting to lose the ability to call them mini-sodes, which I'm sure will thrill people because we can just call them regular-sodes. Um, Prequels or, I don't know, teasers <laughs> or something. We'll come up with a new name. Or just episode. Fuck you. It's our own It's our own f- format. We can do whatever we want. True. Uh,
0: maybe, you heard me. Maybe I'll edit this down, but it's probably going to still be about 50 minutes. So That's fine. Uh, thanks for listening uh if you have any comments questions i don't know why i this is the part of the show where i say i'm the most because i say the same thing week after week <laughs> you can join in the conversation at facebook.com slash n a o s pod or you can tweet us at n a o s pod ben
1: mm-hmm. where can they
0: find you on twitter
1: uh, I'm at the Disco Pony. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at AwesomeXMachina if you want to check me out there. Uh, uh, I will happily talk to you if any of you happen to not be uh, a friend that I'm already friends with on Facebook, which is probably the case for almost everyone out there listening. I gotta stop referencing listeners like like I know who they are. It's really probably uh, uh, there's, really narrow- there's definitely narrowing people our that perspective. I have,
0: uh, there's some guy in Mexico who keeps listening. I'm assuming it's the same person because every so. episode has one per one one person in Mexico listens to it. According to SoundCloud. Love you, man. Yeah, whoever you are. This is That Facebook ad didn't help. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at It's Pogues, And we'll see you back here next week for Batman Begins.